Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Two legends in basketball analysis. With over 70 years combined experience, this is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. You know, this is one of the proudest moments I've ever had in my illustrious career. Not only have I been able to work with the greats like Trenny Kuznarek, Trenny Casey, Donnie Marshall, Tommy Heinsohn, Mike Donnie. Yeah. You know, just a list, My of idols plethora, too. a plethora of legends. Then to be graced with the presence of one Jimmy Toscano, I'll, I'll give you a little background. Jimmy Cassano, Toscano, also known as Jimmy Canada. Yes. Came to us at a Comcast Sportsnet is just, well, I would say like a wide eyed, bushy tailed, experienced, but I would, but that wouldn't be true. No, Jimmy came in as a, wise ass know-it-all <laughs> who we all well came to adore after a lot of patience um, adore is one word yeah and uh it is great to have him back again here he's filling in for the great bob ryan who's on assignment <laughs> so big shoes to fill words i never thought i would hear yeah you and me both can i say this real quick gary and thank you for that kind intro i got a text last week my phone buzzes gary tangway it's like Jimmy, Gary Tangway here. Wonder if you can fill in for why Bob does everybody Ryan. Have to, why does everybody have to do that voice? I mean, it, everywhere, everywhere. I can't read a text from you without it being in your voice. And it's only you. Everyone else, I'm just reading it on my own. But for you, it's All in right. your voice. But if you had told like 15-year-old Jimmy Toscano that he was going to get some one day get a text from Gary Tangway asking him to fill in for Bob Ryan... I think my head would have popped off in, in that moment. So I, I greatly appreciate it. I am honored, actually, to to kick it with you for a bit. And I miss you, man. I I, I miss I miss a lot of the people over there. Those were the glory days. I don't Those I don't know. If, we had a good time. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know if we'll ever get time. back to that. You know. We had a good time over there at Comcast Sports at, at NBC Sports Boston. But we move on. We do. Uh, but Jimmy is one of the good ones, and we are sponsored by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Networks. Score this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. All right, Jimmy, getting to work here. Real uh, quick, Gary, real yes. quick before we get serious. I don't think we ever will get serious, but before we start, I'm just telling everybody on our podcast, it's the easiest, it's the easiest bet of your life. You just bet a money line on whoever the Patriots are playing that week. 
because you're you're guaranteed to get that bonus bet if you oh, do that. So true. By the way, we may we may kick it with a little Patriots at the end because I have a oh we will I have a theory. Uh, okay. Anyways, but the latest news: Jason Tatum came out on the Point Forward podcast mm-hmm. uh, with Andre Iguodala and Evan Turner. Evan Turner, a former teammate of Tatum, uh, of Tatum, of course, played with the Celtics. Great guy. Um, and he, yes, very good guy. And Tatum said, "Quote: I did not understand how special the place Boston was until I got here, and it's just really good to hear because listen." Boston's not easy. I understand it. It has its warts, just like a lot of other cities, Philadelphia, New York, Washington, D.C. We all have our warts, believe me. But um, I think that Boston has really embraced Tatum, and I'm glad he feels the same way. Very glad. The last few years, I feel like we've all collectively, Celtics fans, Bostonians, have been waiting for him to say stuff like that. And you want to feel... I like as as tough as Boston is, we're we're very simple in the sense where if you love us, we're gonna love the hell out of you, right? If you play hard, we're gonna love you. If you embrace the culture, we're gonna love you. And so I feel like in the beginning, it's a lot, it's it, it's a lot harder for these young guys to come in here when they're not familiar with the city. They're you know maybe they're from out west or wherever. Sure, and it has and, a reputation over the years, you know, sure. and and, and it, it, quite honestly, some of it deserves. Sure, you know, but I just to hear him admit that it took him for a little bit but he gets it and he's embracing it and he understands that you know by putting in the work by winning a championship that's all that matters right in the end and i I, it was refreshing to hear that you want to feel like these guys are playing for you and playing for the city and i think at least with tatum we're at that point now where he gets it he shows up he knows that on every on any given night he has to you know, bring it. You, there's no, there's really no, no days off. You get to a certain point uh, in status, superstar status, where you just got to show up game in, game out, because there's right. a lot of people counting right. on you. But I see him doing it in many ways. This year, I see a difference. I see a leader. I see a player that's willing to fill in where he's needed, whether it's rebounding or assists. And I also think he has a better team around him. I think he has totally. guys that he can depend on. I mean, obviously, Porzingis is big, a white is stepped up his game unreal holiday we'll get into him in a minute he's still finding his way but and um so tatum to me he looks it's all coming together for tatum in my eyes as the complete package the leader the on the on the on the court leader the guy that has is not just looking for his shot the guy that is playing better defense distributing the ball running the plays, making other players better, looking to rebound, assist, and so forth. To me, he's the complete player this year. And I think that that's why the city has embraced him so much and why he feels the love. I think that, yeah, he's he's playing a much more complete game. You, you know, the first few years in the league, you, you knew that the talent was there. Right. But it felt like it was, like, hard work for him to, to like, score. It felt like everything was work. Getting to the basket was a lot harder. He wasn't going to the line as much. He wasn't looking to go to the line. He was settling for those contested fadeaway jumpers. He had almost like a slow release. Everybody knew when he, when he was going up with a shot. Now you'll see a lot more. I At least I've noticed a lot more. He's slicing and dicing his way to the hoop. Almost right. kind of reminds me of Pierce a little bit, right? And that's been the comparison that we've, you know, I don't know if it's how accurate it is, but I see it a lot more now. Pierce was so good 
at getting to the line and driving to the hoop, getting contact and, and finishing. And now it almost feels like Tatum's got all these different post moves that he, he, I don't know if it was just like a point of emphasis in the off season, whether it went along with him bulking up a bit, he's gotten stronger and obviously the maturity, you know, I mean, you, you, you come into the league at 19, jumped onto a team that had, you know, basically had championship aspirations when he came into the league, which is tough when you're a young guy. A lot of these young guys that are, that are destined for greatness, they jump on teams in the beginning that are bad because they're top picks. The Celtics, you know, Danny Ainge finagled his way up there and, and ended up with him. Um, so he's at a point now in his career where he's been through the ups and downs of, you know, being right there, being really close to win a championship and then being thoroughly disappointed. They've been, he's been on teams where they've underachieved. He's been criticized and he hears it. And now I think he's at the point where he can sort of bottle all that up and use it to his advantage. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing now. Well, I have been worried despite the fact that he could make more money here with the super max and the super duper triple double. Yeah. Right. Extra wide max to Jalen Brown. Don't ask got. me to make sense of that. Stuff I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I look at the money that Jalen Brown got and good for Jalen, but then I go, wow. You know, you know, would Tatum ever leave to go to Los Angeles because we know he loves the Lakers and grew up loving Colby. Would he ever go to the West coast uh, once his deal was up and take less money? And, Probably not, because that's a lot of dough that's tough to turn down. But now, after he's made these statements, Jimmy, I feel the guy's invested, not only financially, but emotionally as well. Yeah, I mean, who who knows 10 years from now? But I think I, I wouldn't know. But I mean, he had two or three or whenever the deal's up. Right. So know? that's I mean, yeah, I mean, years, yeah, I mean, you know, gonna... if it's not going well here. I want to go play where Kobe played. Well, you're going to make less right. money. Well, so what? LeBron took less money to go to Miami. But now I don't think he's a flight risk. I always worried a little bit that he was. That's what I mean. So like we can't project 10 years from now, but I think right now we can we can say with pretty good confidence that he wants to be here. It would be completely foolish to, you know, take anything less than the absolute most that you can make. He's in a great situation. Oh, yeah. And and you know, he's got guys around him now that Let's be honest. These guys should win a championship. This core should, should win a championship. I agree. I mean, they have as good a chance in the next couple of years as anybody. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a huge, huge window with this core because I do think they're going to have some financial hoops to jump through, whether it's um, Holiday, Porzingis, Brown. I mean, the Brown contract, is we, we can do a whole separate podcast on that someday. Um, we'll get John Zanis on for that one. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> but, but, the, but the point is, yeah, Tatum's going to take that max extension and – He's going to be here for quite some time. They're going to build around him. They they have to do everything they can. They right. have to give they have to give him the Giannis treatment at some point. That then they will, you know, where they pretty much have to do whatever they can to keep the guy here, right? So, um, but listen, in that same interview, that podcast interview that came out, Gary, they asked him like who his favorite players are or who the best players are of all time, and I think he listed five five Lakers. He listed yeah. Magic, Kareem, Kobe, Shaq. You know, maybe it was just four, but the point is he obviously has, right? Uh, uh, you know, a, a fandom to the Lakers and, and to Kobe and, and, you know, all, all that stuff. So, but listen, right now, all things are good uh, in Celtics land with Tatum. And I think we just have to ride that wave as long as we can. Okay. So now let's get to, I want to get to the Indiana game. Uh, yeah. The Celtics were bounced. I've had conversations with Mr. Goodman and Mr. Ryan. And I keep saying, look, should we be worried about the Pacers at all? And no, 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 no. 
and I know it's the in-season tournament. But boy, I got to tell you, uh, and I had some second guessing of Joe, you know, in Missoula and the way he handled the substitutions in that game. But I got to tell you, the Pacers really laid the wood to the Celtics that night. And I think the, I don't think they're better than the Celtics. And they're obviously not in the same class as Milwaukee. Bob Ryan thinks Philadelphia and Boston. But the Pacers worry me. They worry me. You? Completely fair. I mean, yeah, I, they worry me in the sense where, okay, like if you want to stack up talent versus talent, no, they're not as talented. And, and in, the, in the NBA, in most cases, talent wins out. Especially but, in a series. Right. But Gary, yeah. let's not let's not forget when the Celtics lost in the playoffs previous years, they lost to a less talented team yeah, Miami. In, in the heat. Yeah. And I think there's some similarities because Miami plays hard and the the Pacers, they need they're going to need to play hard. They're going to need to play a little bit more physical. They're a team that that wants to run up and down the court and maximize their their offensive output. I, I obviously get that. But they need to bang a little bit more down low. And if they play with that like tenacity and determination that we saw against the Celtics, they worry me because they, they're the type of team that could push you to seven games. If you're, you know, if, if the Celtics don't bring it, then yeah, they'll get all worked. I mean, this, and, and the thing that the Pacers have now that they didn't have before is the confidence they've now they've seen it. Well, now they, believe, now they believe yeah. it. Yeah. Right? They got a guy, so, I mean, Tyree Halliburton so much fun to watch. He's unreal. It's such a fun game. I was a little upset as a Celtic fan that the Celts lost, but that was a, such a fun game to watch. Great game. And, and you know what the whole thing was? The Pacers, you know, they obviously don't have, well, they didn't have the star talent. Now they do with Halliburton, but they don't they don't get the national recognition. So the one right. thing that this in-season tournament does is it puts a team like the Pacers in the spotlight. Now they're going to Vegas. Now they're getting the taste of big game atmosphere, elimination style game so when the playoffs do come around and the pacers do make the playoffs because it seems like they're going to as a let's say they make it as a six seven or eight seed they're not showing up like you know jimmy toscano did back at csn wide-eyed and and mm. and and completely unaware of what he's getting himself into they have some experience so i think that's a reason to be i wouldn't say scared but i would be i my, my antennas are up let's put it that way i think it was like it was like when the celtics lost to the to the timberwolves earlier this year you're like holy crap this timberwolves team is awesome right and now look at them They're, they got the best record in the west so you gotta you gotta trust your eyes gary and, and you can't deny that what you saw a couple uh you know earlier in the week against the pacers was a team that is starting to figure it out whether it's halliburton whether it's our old friend there um Blanking on his name, he Celtics traded. Uh, oh, um, traded sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, they drafted him. His Let's draft get. The, I just, I just blanked too. Thanks, Jimmy. You jinxed us. Andy, but yeah, everybody yeah. knows who we're talking about. Yeah, everybody knows. Um, everybody gonna, knows who we're I'm talking gonna about. I'm going to have to look at. I'm looking it up because. Oh, just I know. It, oh God. Me. Everyone, uh, just uh, pause for station identification here. Well, that's okay. We can. Um, we can. Neesmith, Aaron Neesmith. Yeah, Aaron Neesmith. Yes. But not yeah, only oh, yeah. Neesmith did they get. And he was. Buddy he healed. Was you know, he was ready to play. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Buddy healed. Yeah. How, how how about this, Gary? How about Buddy healed shooting that three pointer at the buzzer when the game when the game was already over? Buddy healed shoots right. the, the the garbage time buzzer. I love that, and I know that you know some fans might might seem butthurt about it because it was one of those sort of like cheap shots that they didn't need to take, but. That to me is that's the mentality that you want to have. And I don't, I'm going to go off a little bit of a tangent here, if you don't mind. Go ahead, knock yourself out. Last week, Celtics play the Bulls in the in season tournament. They blow them out of the water, right? They win by whatever right. it was, 20 right. something. 
And after the game, you've got Jalen Brown crying about you about it. You got Drew Holiday crying about it. And then on the podcast that Tatum just went on, he was crying about it. These guys are upset that they had to run up the score and they feel it's against the, you know, it's against the code and the, and the you know, players like players and all this stuff. Listen, I understand. I understand what they're saying, but this tournament calls for that style of play. Right. It calls for a point differential. It's not disrespectful. Go in there with the killer mentality. I loved what Paul Pierce, uh, I'm summarizing, but Paul Pierce said that if, if this in-season tournament was around when they were playing back in 08, they would have been blowing teams out of the water by 50 if they if that's what it took to, to walk right. away with the 500,000. So please, like, just like come off this like sort of high horse situation that this you need to go in there be an asshole play more like assholes gary that that's my wish for this team is be, be the jerk i loved missoula what missoula did he he did what he had to do he played hack a drummond he he ran up the score and if the bulls don't like it then do something about it well play take better. it up with adam silver yeah take first of all <laughs> take it up with adam silver but maybe put maybe put a better team out there. Maybe play harder. Do something. Don't right. don't count on the other team to take it easy on you. Not in the tournament, okay? And so I that's actually one of the things I liked about the tournament was that it kind of did allow for a little bit of a ruthlessness in, in it. So it made the regular season games more interesting. If that was the goal, then it succeeded. But if you're the Celtics, be pumped that you just blew a team out of the water and did what you had to do to advance. And go in with that attitude against the Pacers. Maybe if you did, you wouldn't have collapsed in the second in the second half. Maybe if you knew that you needed to win by 25 points, maybe you wouldn't have blown a seven-point lead at halftime because you would have been focused on blowing a team out of the water. So I think there's a mentality check that this team needs to have in order to go to the promised land where they want to be. You need to be killers all the time. It's a good point because the concern when Marcus Smart left was would they have that killer edge? Yeah. And I said, I thought they would. But based on what we saw in that Pacer game, the Pacers wanted it more. So I do think that the Celtics need to, they need to sharpen their edges, if you will. I think they can have it. But they also have to be aware in that third quarter. As we know, the Celtics in the third quarter, one of the worst teams in the league, right? So what I saw in that Pacers game, and I wonder about the substitution pattern. I think sometimes, and I thought Brad did this too. Sometimes I think Brad and Joe leave Tatum on the bench too long. And I thought that that was the case for the Pacers. I'm like, where's Tatum? Is Tatum hurt? What, did he get hurt? And did I miss, you know, Abby's report? What's going on? Where is he? How come he's not out here? Come on, guys, let's go. We got to get Tatum back in the game. I think they're too set in that fourth quarter rotation and resting their guys in the third quarter sometimes, and it can come back to come back to bite them. I think Joe does sometimes get caught up in letting the game play itself out too much. And he wants the players to figure it out, whether it's keeping guys in or keeping lineups in for a little bit too long or not calling that timeout to stop, you know, an in-game run, which I think has driven a lot of uh, fans uh, mad over the last couple of seasons. I think he does need to maybe be a little bit more aware of the situation in those, in those, they don't want to, they don't listen. They don't want Tatum averaging, you know, 35 minutes or whatever it is. They don't want him averaging. I understand that, you know, 40 minutes a game here, but um, they also, I think are hoping and and it hasn't happened yet. Jalen Brown should be able to, should be able to lead a unit. And what we're seeing so far based on the analytics is that he hasn't been able to, 
their 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 offensive output drops significantly when it's you know Tatum in the second unit. I mean, sorry, when it's Brown in the second unit. Um, so that's something that they're going to need to figure out how to address. And maybe when Porzingis comes back, that fixes itself, right? And maybe when Holiday, you know, if he's banged up a little bit, maybe that fixes itself. But right now, it's like what it's like Tatum needs to be in there to save the day, or you have situations like you had against Indiana. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel. You know it's America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Look, if you're not good at math, you, you even you know that's a good deal. I mean, I'm not good at math. and I, I know that's a good deal. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off your NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, here we go, folks. Now pay attention to this. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com, gambling helpline ma.org, or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Okay, you hit on a lot of buttons. Let's start with Jalen Brown. Um, Jalen Brown, to me, has peaked early. I thought we started to see a big advancement with him a couple of seasons ago. He was doing well in the playoffs. His regular seasons were okay, but in the postseason, he was stepping up. Mm-hmm. He hasn't become a better ball handler. Uh, I think he's a streaky shooter. He seems to do well at the beginning of games as opposed to the end of games. And I don't know if because of this contract, he has stopped working on his game. I'm not so shallow that I sit there and say he's a $300 million player. He should be playing like it. The economics are what they are. You know, I mean, there was a time when, um, oh, who's the guy, the the point guard from Memphis, Mike um, Conley? Uh, what's that? Mike Conley? Yeah, Mike Conley was like, for like a month, he was the highest played player yeah. in the NBA, right? I mean, you know, it's just the way it works. Sure. You know, Jalen Brown is is not worth that money. It's laddering, yeah. But they, else had, but they had to pay him. I think, unfortunately, right now with Jalen, this is as good as he's going to get. And that's kind of concerning. It's hard. The ball handling's got to get better, dude. Yeah, you, you, and you, it's not. <laughs> and that's just working at it. You you try to compartmentalize, right? Like, take, put the money aside and, like, what kind of player is he? It's hard to do that because he's taking up a ton of your cap, obviously. And, and he's somebody that if he doesn't play close to what he's, what he's getting paid, it's going to be hard to – use him as an asset at some day if they feel like they need to and whatever. Right. Right. So now I'll say this about Jalen Brown. I I think he works hard. I I don't have any reason to believe that he's not putting in the work, whether it's in the off season or in practice or whatever. I think he is who he is though. He is one of, uh, one of the best scorers in the NBA. He can be one of the best finishers in the, in the NBA. He's not one of the best shooters, but he's 
an athletic specimen. He can score in multifaceted ways, but that's really what it is. So if he's on a team where his only role is to score and he does that, then you take that. But when he's put in situations where now he has to be a playmaker, right? Point Jalen, point Tatum, all these points that they want to make everybody. He's not going to thrive there. He's not a great ball handler. He's not going to become one. And sometimes his decision-making is off. So that's when the turnovers start to creep up. The assist to turnover ratio is probably not even close to where you want it to be. We've seen the stats where, you know, he's gone, you know, I don't know. He'll go multiple games, for example, without an assist, like currently, currently speaking right now. So those are definitely flaws in his game. And these are all the flaws that the Celtics knew when they – agreed to give him that contract and again they were kind of stuck we all agree that they were kind of stuck there this right. is the guy they have and he needs porzingis he needs holiday and white and he needs tatum and then he can become the guy well, that he's good at being which is score well you're, you're we're right he's not the number he'll never be a number one he'll never be a number one on a team that's going anywhere let's put it that way if, no if, like like if you're if you're gonna if you say if tatum's out you go we gotta shut brown down you can yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah and that's just, the problem. You could just, you know, if you, if you doubled him, I don't, I don't know how to get yeah, out of it. Yeah. You know, so you know? to me, when I look at it now, I look at Tatum as the best player. I think Derek White's the second best player. I think Porzingis is the third. And then you have Jalen Brown. That's I think a lot of, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with that. I mean, White, White, we've seen just how good he can be. He's just oh an unbelievable two way player, heady player. Had a tough one against Indiana, though. I think he was he, he had a really bad game there. I'm um, not sure what's up with that, but um, generally speaking, he's been there. He's been their MVP this year. You know, I mean, obviously Tatum. Tatum just right, got Player right, of the right. Month, so we get it. But I think where Derek White was traded to the Celtics, I know I was like, this guy stinks because he did, he had a really bad finish to that season, and and everyone kept saying he's awesome. He's awesome. I was like, well, I haven't seen it. Last year was a different story. He really came on, especially in the second half, and he's just continued to right. go on this trajectory upwards. Where, yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to argue that Brown's Brown's certainly not playing better than him right now. We we can definitely say that. Um, but how do, you they're, think they're, about, how do you think Brown's doing defensively? Average. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's 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 so athletic. Be a lockdown defender. Exactly. He, he he's so gifted and, and athletic. And and you just see him when he when he's on offense, he can he can do whatever he wants. He can get by anybody. He can he can throw down like the the nastiest dunks in in the game. And you would think that he would be more of I'm not going to say lockdown, but so much of defense is effort and and smarts, right? And, Jimmy, last year he said, "Give me Dwayne Wade. Take him away from Marcus. Give me Dwayne Wade." He should have that attitude every. And night. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. I meant Jimmy yeah. Butler. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. No, wait. Um, he should have that attitude every night and then yeah then he's worth it he should take pride in that and a lot of guys in the league not just point not just Jalen brown but a lot of guys don't take pride in, in defense anymore this league's points towards offense they do everything they can to, right. to 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 create offense now and just even 10 years ago the difference in offensive output is just so much different than it was now but if they spent a little more time and energy and effort and had some pride like drew holiday you know, that's why I love the Drew Holiday signing. I was like, here's a guy that's going to lead by example on the defensive end. And he's still he he he's had a slow start offensively, Drew Holiday has, not to switch subjects here, but defensively, he's still taking on the opponents 
you know, number one guy. He's still doing everything he can to, to lock down guys. Halliburton got the best of him. Again, he got the best of everybody uh, uh, earlier in the week. But I mean, that guy, uh, yeah. yeah, but I'm looking for more out of Jalen Brown. I, I think we've seen a better defensive effort from Tatum, although I still think he can be better too. But I'm looking for more in the defensive end. And again, if you're Jalen Brown, you should be looking for more ways that you can contribute because right. there's so much talent on this team offensively now. They don't need Jalen Brown to score 30 a night anymore. Right. They do need him to play stronger defense. They do need him to make the smart pass. They do need him to not dribble into three defenders. They need him to do all those things. And if he Drives does, crazy. then no one's going to complain about Jalen Brown. And I think, I think Jalen, he should be first team all defense every year. Should, yeah. I should mean, be. He, could, he could be. You know, he yeah, really he could, could be. be. He, uh, anyway, so, um, I'm running out of patience with Holiday a little bit. Are you? Too oh boy. hard. He seems to not be gelling quite enough yet. Maybe I'm being I'm expecting too much too soon. I think I think the expectations are obviously very high when when a guy of his caliber comes in. He's won a championship. He's play, you know he's played alongside Giannis. He's won awards for his defense, but he's not an offensive not really an offensive minded player. And I think a lot of people maybe are unfamiliar or were unfamiliar with his game because let's be honest, we know the name, we watch the games, but we're not pouring over bucks highlights. We're not watching uh, them, you know, on a game by game basis, if, if you're a regular NBA fan. And so you listen to, you, you see the highlights, you listen to the interviews and you, and you understand how much the players respect him. And that's the one thing about holiday is that, when the players are interviewed or surveyed, they all say that Holiday is, is the best, you know, on ball defender in the NBA. And I've seen that so far with this Celtics team, but the shot hasn't been there. And I don't, I don't know where he's going to land at the end of the season with that shot. I do think he's, I do think he's battling a nagging ankle right now. He looked, he looks a little bit slow. Um, again, I'll go back to that Pacers game. It looked like Halliburton kind of, was able to shake him on more than one occasion, and he might just be half a step behind. And in, in, in the NBA these days, that's that's a half a step too way way too late. So I I think it will come. We don't need to see Holiday averaging twenty points a night. We don't. We need to no. see him. We need to see him getting up into defenders. And it, Gary, if you remember the beginning of the season when everybody was healthy, Holiday and White, in my opinion, they were the best guard tandem in the NBA. No questions asked, as far as I'm concerned. The way, the two, best two-way guard tandem in the NBA. So I still have high hopes for that unit, um, for that backcourt, White and Holiday. I can guarantee you that when, you know, an NBA team's looking at the schedule and they look at their week ahead and they see who they're playing, they see the Boston Celtics. If it's if it's a point guard and they see the Boston Celtics, their reaction is, ah, oh, damn it, because they do not want to be pressed, they do not want to be checked and right. guarded. 48 minutes basically by either holiday and white. So I still have high hopes for holiday. Um, but to your point, offensively, he has, he has definitely not um, met the mark. And so that's something to keep an eye on. Definitely. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you're here is in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. 
Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Jimmy. I let's let's switch gears a little bit to the Pats here. Um, oh. I, I I think they're tanking. Don't get me. You, you're gonna get me going on the Pats, Gary. I think they're tanking. tanking. Can you can you can you like uh, explain what you mean by that? Who's tanking specifically? I I don't think they're going out of their way to win. <laughs> yeah, Let me so put he, it that way. You know, they get zappy out there. They can't score. You mean like the the like? Would you say that the front office is tanking? The coaches I are think tanking. The coaching staff. Here's my concern: is I think the coaching staff and the front office. I think they're tanking, and I think Bill, in order to save his job, this is a tangway conspiracy theory. Okay, I love it. No, I'm all about. In, o- in order to save his job, he wants to get the first or second pick. Go with mm-hmm. another quarterback because he cannot stand Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones. We all know Mac Jones wasn't his guy. That was Robert's guy. Sure. He wants to get one of these top two quarterbacks. And then he can go to Robert and say, now I can fix this team and maybe get another year out of it. Personally, I don't think Bill O'Brien is this bad of an offensive coordinator. I mean, he people, I mean, he's not. He's just not. You know, I, I'm not saying he's Charlie Weiss or, um, or Josh with Brady. But as we've right. all found out, you know, these offensive coordinators, when they have Tom Brady with them, they're all pretty good, you know? Yeah, no, so I, I, I'm not I, on Bill. You, you could look good as OC. I yeah, think but Brady. I don't want to get on Bill O'Brien's ass. I don't think he has anything to work with. I don't think he has anything to work with. I don't think he's – he can't be as bad as he's been. But if I'm Bill O'Brien, I don't know how much – like how many more chances I'm getting. He's he's kind of been around – he's been around the block here now. It's kind of like McDaniels. It's like these guys, you know, you can go down the line with, with former, you know – assistants yeah. under Belichick that just haven't been able to pan out. I mean, college might be next for some of these guys, but I don't think players tank Gary. I just, I just think they're honestly, they just all suck. And just to be quite frank well, with it, there's no talent the, on this yeah, roster. I guess. Yeah. But I don't think, think the, about Patriots, this, Gary. the Patriots are not going to go out of their way to win. <laughs> That's my like tanking. Like, do I say, I think I say they're tanking yeah. that they're actually going out and saying, I'm telling the players to lose, but no. They're kind right. of letting things play out, and they're okay losing six nothing. <laughs> I think I think the winning culture is definitely gone in that locker room. Oh, I, I, you know, so me? like that that definitely plays a part of it. I think out of the fifty-two guys on the active roster, or fifty-three men, whatever it is now, I think there's probably fifty guys that you could lose, and 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 you the team wouldn't be any worse for it. And like that's how replaceable. All these players are. I mean, I offense, agree. forget it. Everybody on offense. See you later. I mean, their only good guy was Stevenson, and he just now he's out for a few weeks. They just don't. They don't have the weapons. The O line is weak. The running oh. backs. Everyone thinks they're running. You know, the like I said, Stevenson, and that was it. But running backs are a dime a dozen. And Mac Jones, we won't see him next year. I don't think. Maybe, maybe, maybe as the as the backup, but he's not going right. to be starting next year. To your, they do need a top pick, one, two, or three. Honestly, Gary. I want them to take Marvin Harrison Jr. Get the wide receiver from Ohio State. You need 
you you need talent at the wide receiver position, regardless of the fact if you you'll, you can get a quarterback. Okay, I don't know if if there's even a quarterback in this year's. I don't think you're going to get one. I think Carolina's too bad, so you're stuck with Drake May as the option as like the number three pick. I don't know if that's the if that's the answer. They could go Marvin Harrison in the first round and then take a flyer on a guy in the, in, in a later round maybe. They could go the free agency route. I will never understand. This is a, this is a completely different topic. I'll never understand how Bill and Kraft handled that Brady situation. They let Brady walk. They forced Brady out. Brady didn't. It's a it, it's such a long story, but Brady didn't just decide one day I'm out. This was this was long time in the making. They they basically forced Brady out. They had no plan B, Gary. They had no plan B, None. and they still have no plan B to this None. day. Four years later, they're worse off now. Than they were before. So to me, it's unacceptable. I I'll say this: there's been some people calling for for Belichick to be fired in season. I disagree with that, and I am and I have been the biggest Bill critic for the last few years, not just this year. But I do think he deserves a lot more than getting canned in the middle of the season. I don't think it does anything for your team to do to to do that either. I think you figure out whether or not he's going to be back next year in the offseason. You sit down, craft this down with Bill. They right. go over the ground rules. Here's what here's what your you know, we're going to allow you to be able to do, here's the money that we're going to allow you to spend. Here's the players that we want and that we want you to be in charge of. And then they make a decision and they go from there and they word it however they want. Well, but to I, just say, yeah, get, to just say, oh, Bill, you're out, you know, after week 14 or whatever it is, like that doesn't sit right. I don't, I don't think that sets a good, I don't think that's, it's a good like message to like what the Patriots organization is all about after everything Belichick did. And again, he's royally screwed this thing up and that is going to be part of his legacy. If you want to talk about it, how much he has screwed this up, but I don't think if you're craft and you've made some blunders over the last few years, but this would be a big one to fire him in the middle of the year. I don't think that's going to happen at all. I, I agree. And I think it worked out for Brady in the long run because if oh, he had for stayed sure. here, it would, you know, it would have ended badly for him. Uh, where he got to go with, a bowl. with yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I mean, well, it was a complete team. He was at the point of his career where he needed he needed a team to carry him, you know, as opposed to the other way around. He just now, needed something. He needed something to work he with. He players, yeah. And they, and, didn't have and they still don't. It's amazing to me. After, after all the money they had available, Gary, to spend at free agency a few years ago, they've missed on everybody. They have. Every single person they've missed on. Well, one of it's the things. It's unbelievable. One of the points, Jimmy, that I've always Judon. made. Judon. They hit on Judon. That was it. Yeah, but one of the points I've always made, and this may have been back when you were in grade school uh, worshiping me, <laughs> yeah. uh, is when Charlie Army was picking the players for Bill Parcells, all those players turned out to be, for the most part, the Patriots' defense that won the first Super Bowl. McGinnis. Yeah. Ty Law. Well, Troy Brown on offense. Uh, Lawyer, Lawyer Malloy. Teddy Johnson. Yeah. All those Brewski. guys, Brewski, all those guys were not picked by Bill. No. They were not picked by Belichick. They were picked by Charlie Army and the Parcells crew. Charlie Army went on to run the Rams with Kurt Warner, mm -hmm. who won a Super Bowl, then lost to the Patriots, obviously, in the 0102 Super Bowl. So Bill's never, I mean, he did it the second time around, but that foundation of defensive players was already here, and he really hasn't been able to replicate it. Now, having said that, I think it's time to blow it up. Doesn't last forever. It's already blown up. <laughs> yeah, you, but you got you got a clean house. You got yeah. you got a clean house. I'm ready for start it. I've over. been calling for it. Yeah, you just got a clean house. I like Bill O'Brien. I think he's a good offensive coordinator. He'll land on his feet, or maybe you bring him back here. I don't think he. <laughs> 
I'm not willing. Now the D and and I love Gerard Mayo too. I don't know how good of a coach Gerard. We I were you at work when he was there? Yeah, he's the best. He's awesome. Greatest guy ever. I don't know how good of a coach he is because the players suck. Right. I uh, don't know uh, if he's a good coach. He doesn't have well, the defense looks with. good, and I know he has he has more to do with the defense. Yeah, I mean, you know, things, it, it does. But now those who's going to run the offense? Coach. Yeah, who, who, you need a capable offense on this team, well, and they are yeah. so far I mean, away. They're yeah, so far I, I away. I don't know. I I don't it, know what to do around there, but I know the coach in Miami. I know the coach in Houston. I know there's a lot of coaches that are around the league that are just making this group look silly. So, oh my God, they're out there. It's sad, and it's not gonna it's not gonna change overnight. They they need to really work at it. They they gotta need start to, over, man. They need to draft well too, which hasn't happened. You gotta start over. So it's time to rip off the scab. And and and. Honestly, it starts. It starts with Belichick. He's got to you know, go. He's yeah. He's it's at the point. I've been I've been saying it for. I, I've been anti Belichick since the day Brady walked out the door. I've been anti because right. I just thought that was the worst thing that he could have done. It was just like pride. I don't pride got in the way, man. I guess this is going to be a really good documentary. Well, he, soon, he, but... Yeah, I mean, he he just thought that Brady. You know, Bill's thing was always get rid of a player a year too early than a year too late. And he yeah, thought well, that, and but then when you look at what he brought in, I mean, come on! Every guy he's brought in has been a year too late, at least. Yeah, I mean, even it, he, yeah. as early as 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 early, most recently as this offseason, Gary, he he lets Myers go and he signs Smith Schuster for the right. same money. Myers is having a great mm-hmm. year in Oakland, and Smith Schuster can't even get on the field. I know. So what the time? It's time. Yeah, it's uh, Jimmy, kind of on, hand a, over the keys. on a final note here, I understand that you took a lovely young lady and uh you went Jeez. you saw Brett Eldridge. I saw Brett Eldridge Tuesday night uh at the MGM. And his Christmas concert. See, Christmas people don't show. know the side of you. You're a music man, you're a romantic. How did I it have, go? I have a strong romantic. It was a great time. Uh Brett Eldridge makes it easy, man. He does like an hour and fifteen of just Christmas music. He's got like his own, he's got a few originals, but he plays all the hits. Um, they deck out the whole, you know, the whole venue. Oh, the way, right? Just it was at the MGM, the new one at oh. Fenway now. Oh, the MGM. Yeah, so the set's all done. We we hit up uh Loco uh, at Fenway. There's a new new loco down there. It's a taco Mexican place. Yeah. And that place was decked out in all Christmas gear. So that was an easy one. It was a it made it easy for me, but it was a lot of fun and uh yeah, I'm a I'm a music man, Gary. You 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 gonna get you a should, second date out of this? We just go. We, we we'll see. We, I mean, if uh, I mean, so far, the number's correct, right? It's not a fake number. <laughs> That's a real number. It's a real. Oh, number, it's a real yeah. number. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, I saw it, Brett Eldridge with Darius Rucker. Oh and, wow, and, that's uh, a great one. Yeah, that was a great time. You're yeah, a country uh, guy too, then. Okay. Jimmy. Jimmy. I didn't know that about. I didn't know you're a country music guy. Look at us. We should go together next time. I'll take right, you. Let's not, let's not get crazy. <laughs> I, when I was in college at the good old University of Maine, I worked for a radio station as a disc jockey called wow. WBGW. And you know what the BGW stood for? I do not. Bangor goes Western. I was uh-huh. a country music disc. No jockey. kidding. We were number one in the market, and I used to MC. My fraternity brothers, I used to bring them because they'd let us drink for free. I used to MC at this place called The Roundup in Ellsworth, Maine, right? And I would introduce the, the acts like Billy Crash Craddock. I met um, 
uh, Reba McIntyre. I met Reba wow. before she was Reba McIntyre, man. Reba herself. Yeah, the Bellamy brothers. We had all of them there. And then this place was so I feel crazy. like you could croon, Gary. I feel like you could get up there. I can't. And... I'm tone deaf, man. I can't say. Well, anyways, <laughs> I, I do. I love country music. Country music now is basically pop. I mean, it's, it's very all, poppy it's now. Very yeah. Pop. I mean, they got some great. And everybody's mixing in, you know, rap and pop and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, but at the Roundup, one night, some guy came in because his wife was with another man. He went out and got his chainsaw. Oh, no. And he chainsaw, he took apart the doors. This is Bangor the doors life to right chase here. the guy. <laughs> and then the owner, Cooper Friend, great guy, the next night he put up a big sign that said, no chainsaws allowed. <laughs> so, That's fair. That is a country uh, Bangor story, right? Yeah, that, a lot that, of El Caminos that in up. that parking lot, man. A lot of El Caminos in that parking lot. I bet, yeah. Car with that the truck bed time. right there. No, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm definitely into the country scene, the pop scene. I got to get you to a, a Jimmy a Jimmy uh, Canada show, Jimmy Westfall show. That's my stage name, Westfall. Do some West, pop. What Jimmy Westfall? West, Jimmy Westfall. Yeah, that's Jimmy my Westfall. stage name. I like it. Right, I got to well, get you to a show, man. They're 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 fun. I got one coming up actually this Friday. I don't expect to see you at that one, but but we'll get we'll get together for something. How about that? All right, I'll see if I can get the the missus to join us. Uh, yes. Jimmy Canada, I got one last Jim- request. Well, I got yeah. one last request for you. Do you remember? Obviously, you remember this, but this my 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 first like memories of you, Gary. Oh, obviously, boy. a young 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 buck here. Me and my buddies watching Celtics on the old FSN, right back in the glory days. You yeah. Dickerson, Coach oh, yeah. Willie May. I don't know what he's yeah. up to these days, but Donnie. I need Donnie, Miss Donnie. I don't even know what he's up to, but I have a request, and maybe you can pull some strings. We need to get the Foxwoods commercial back from the glory days. Pop the cork, finger snapping, spin the wheel. Oh. Round and round we go. You remember that commercial? Yes, I do. I don't I know do. why do. they got rid of that, Gary, I but do. take a chance, make it, make happen. it happen. Pop the cork, finger snapping, spin the wheel, round and, and round, round we, we go. go. Life is good. Bye. Life you know is something? sweet. Those were the days, Jimmy, but now you don't even have to leave your house because you can just bet on FanDuel. You can. You can. That's a good point. You know, uh, but that That's was a great a, segue. That was that was a great <laughs> time. Yeah, that was a great time. I, I need all. that commercial back. So do what uh, you can. I'll see what I can do. All right. So you're going to be in for Bob Ryan again next week. Oh, wow. I passed the test. Oh, my God. Has, Bo- be- has Bob ever heard of Wally Pitt? He might be in trouble. Uh, he could be in trouble, or maybe this might we'll have be. A, this might finally we'll, be it for Bob. We might add a third podcast to the Tangway Stable. We'll see how it <laughs> oh goes. Oh my God! Uh, this Jimmy was fun. Canada, Thank you for having me, Jimmy Toscano. We for Bob Ryan. Brought to you by FanDuel, the official wagering partner of the CLNS Media Networks. Uh, score this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet. That's hundred and fifty bucks if your team wins. Jimmy, yes, until just- next week. Can't wait.